Hi guys, this is Yahira Jones and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. Last time I introduced what this podcast was going to be about, Dating with Herpes and all of the triumphs and tragic stories, Um, but I just gave a brief introduction of what this podcast was about and I shared a very intimate recording that I had which sparked the fascination of starting a podcast like this. Um, I'd hope that I would get some people chiming in. I'm very new to this process of podcasting, so I don't know if I'm utilizing this tool very well, but hopefully um, with a few more um, trials and errors, I will get better at recording and hopefully get some more listeners and get you guys interacting with me because that's what I want it to be about. I want it to be informative, but I also want you guys to chime in and tell me your stories as well. Although it's good to just listen, but hopefully I'll get some of you guys to to send me some feedback so that I can include them in, in our future episodes. All right, so let's get started on this week's episode. And I do apologize, guys. I said this was going to be a weekly episode and I was going to try to upload every Sunday, but it is now Wednesday, so my apologies. But this week's episode is going to be centered around telling your partner about your herpes virus, which I know for me, and I'm sure for most, it is hard to do. Um, During that time of getting to know a person, I know for me, I'm constantly thinking, how would this person react when I tell them? I'm constantly watching them and, and judging their character to see if it'll be something that they can deal with or they cannot deal with. I have had in the past a mixed bag of reaction. I've had reactions where guys were like, man, I wish I knew who this person was because I would fight them for giving it to you. And I've had situations where I thought I was going to lose my life prior to even doing anything sexual to the person so it's it's been a very mixed bag and I know speaking to some of my friends who also have this virus they've also you know had a tough time determining when is the best time to tell a person about it so I wanted to kind of touch on that um and speak about my um experience as well as go over some things that I found that might be helpful in the future for those who do not know how to tell. So like I said in the beginning, um, I used to tell too soon. I felt like if I told them it would be shock and um, to me that was a good thing. In my 20s, (laughs) you know, it didn't give them much time to think. It just gave them time to react. And if the reaction was good, then great. And if the reaction was bad, then I got them out of the way. You know, I didn't have to waste my time getting to know the person. um, And they didn't have to get, you know, waste the time getting to know me. And for the most part, um, that's still the stance I have today as far as telling Um, However, I tend to tell a little bit later. Now what I tend to do is I try to get to know the person a little bit, a little bit better. I try to give um, them an opportunity to show me what type of person they are 
and for me to show them who I am. But I don't wait too long because I don't want it to be a waste of time on either part, on my part or their part. Um, I don't want to hold them back if it's something that, you know, when I tell them they're not with it and now we both felt like we've wasted time. So I did, um, one guy that I was in love with, um, at the advice of a family member, I told, who told me not to tell them right away and to wait until they fall, had fallen in love with me to tell. And that blew up in my face. So I learned my advice to anyone listening. Don't wait months and months and months. Um, with this particular person, the guy that I was in love with, we were practicing celibacy before marriage. So we didn't have that, you know, awkwardness of trying to get out of sex or me having sex and not telling him we both were practicing abstinence before marriage. And so I didn't have that. I didn't have that to, to deal with. I didn't have that weight to deal with of, oh my God, he's going to want sex and I can't give him sex until I tell him. Um, so but with him, um, he just couldn't, he wasn't educated. He wasn't educated about what it was, even though I tried to, you know, share with him, you know, I'm not anything to be afraid of, but in his mind, he just said, I, you know, I don't want to deal with it. And there's nothing wrong, you know, with being given that decision. That's the whole point of telling a person is that they have the decision of whether or not that's something that they can deal with. And I wish I was given the same courtesy, you know, and I would have been able to decide, okay, put on a condom or I don't want to deal with this. I don't want the risk of getting it from you. So I'm not going to deal with that. Now talk about reactions. I've had reactions on both spectrums of the scale. I've had great and wonderful reactions and I've had reactions where I thought I wasn't going to be safe. Um, the reaction that was the best for me um, was from a guy that I never saw a future with. I never saw a future with him, but when he reacted so positively, it was like, wow, you know, this guy is amazing. His reaction was, you know, I'm so sorry that this has happened to you. And he wished that he knew the guy who gave it to me so that he could fight him. <laughs> and that reaction, at the time I was still in my early 20s, and I wasn't used to telling guys, but his was the first reaction that I had that was positive. And I remember I was so afraid to tell him that I was crying because I used to do that a lot too in my early 20s. Whenever I told somebody, I would cry because I was still, it was still raw to me. So, but now it's just like, this is what I have, you know, deal with it or don't. <laughs> it's so many words, but I don't say it like that, but I, I'm very upfront. I don't give a big drawn out story. And let's speak on that. I used to give the longest drawn out stories about how I got it and, you know, how my family reacted and 
who it was and how he betrayed me on so many levels and how I didn't believe him. And I mean, tell the guy, my new partner, all of my business, all of my business, which was so unnecessary. Now in my, I'm 40. (laughs) Now that I'm 40, I just get right to it. You know, I, I decide when is the best time and I utilize that time and I tell the guy just straight out, this is what I have, you know, no glitz, no glamour to it, nothing to make you feel sorry for me. I used to try to make guys feel sorry for me so that the blows would be a little bit soft. I don't, I don't do that anymore. I just get to it. It's, it is what it is. It's facts. You know, so many women out here. And what I've learned is there's so many people out here who have the virus. A lot of times guys are so appreciative that I've told them the truth, that they like me more. That's the reaction I'm getting now. But back to um, the best reaction. He told me you know, he wished he knew who it was so that he could fight the guy and right then and there I just gave in to him and we we had protected sex because I was so you know like wow you just blew my mind the worst reaction I've ever had um this was a guy I went on on a couple of dates with and I should have read him I, I knew what he was interested in me for he was just interested in sex and that's not the worst thing but this is not the guy that you want to tell something like this too you know I'm not the one who have sex with a guy and then tell I tell before you know we have any type of sexual encounter so I wanted to have sex with him because there was a sexual chemistry between us but I knew that he was just interested in me for sex so I should have deaded that situation long before it got to the point of me telling but because I was so sexually deprived and this guy um, aroused me so much, I decided to tell him. And I chose the worst time to do it. I was at his house. He was supposed to be there watching TV, but somehow or another, I ended up in his bed. And he was giving me a massage. And um, without my bra on, my dad... <laughs> And when I knew, I, f- I knew he was becoming more aroused and that we were about to become intimate, I told him to stop because there was something I had to tell him. And I told him at that time, you would have thought that we had had sex several times and this was our first time being intimate together, but that wasn't the case. I had never had sex with this man and I felt like I had to flee he cursed me out and I was afraid for my safety so I left I didn't argue with him I just collected my clothes put my shirt back on and I left his house a couple of weeks later he ended up calling me and apologizing but and and he wanted to date continue to date which that never happened because I didn't feel comfortable but um but yeah, that was the worst situation. And from the very beginning, I've always, you know, told 
them at one point in time. There was a time that I told a guy, I think he was the next person I slept with after contracting the virus. I didn't tell him to after the fact. Um, my rationing for that, which was totally wrong, but my rationing for that was we had been intimate prior to me contracting it. And I didn't know how he would take it, and I didn't want to lose him. And that's not the right thought process to have. That's not the right train of thoughts that you should have when you're dealing with this type of virus because it is contagious, and you don't want to give it to other people. You know, I wish the guy who gave it to me had told me. Um, And needless to say, when I finally told him that, you know, I had contracted it and um, I knew even while we've had sex, you know, when we had sex, I had it. um, He didn't react well. He didn't react well. And we never saw each other again. So from that, I learned um, and my morals kicked in. I learned that it was always good judgment to tell the guy or your partner prior to. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Jones dot one. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, Jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group, and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So when is the best time to tell your mate, partner, about the virus? In my opinion, this is what has worked for me for the last few years. The best time is a month in. I think a month in is plenty of time. I know for me, it's plenty of time to get get to know the person to not be sexual with them, 
to just date and to get to know that person. And if in getting to know that person, you feel comfortable with them, you've been able to judge their character and see if this is something that they can adjust with, accept and adjust with, and not judge. Not every encounter of telling is going to be a good one. Let me tell you that. There's going to be some closed-minded people out here. There's going to be people who are uneducated, people who are judgmental of you, people who are going to think that you're nasty. There's going to be those people. But then on the other end, there are great people out there who are educated, who are understanding, who looks at you and not the virus. So there's going to be those good guys or good girls in there. The thing is, you have to learn how to weed them out. If you're a dater like me, I'm a serial dater right now. I'm single, and I'm out here, and I'm dating. I'm getting to know these great guys. But in conversation, you have to pick up on red flags. See if the person that you're dealing with is mature. Kind of quiz them in a way where you're learning things about their thought process and how they feel about things and if they're open-minded, if they're willing to learn, if they're teachable, you know? These are things that you're going to look for in your mate to see if they'll be accepting of your situation. So for me, I wait a month. I date. I hang out with them. I have great conversations over the phone to try to determine if this person is going to be open because I'm going to have to disclose this to them. And I feel that a month is not a lot. Besides, at the same time, I'm dating other people, not having sex with any of them. We're just dating. We're just hanging out, having a good time. But in the process, I'm weeding out the ones who I say, no, he doesn't need to know my information. I don't feel like he's going to handle it well. So I eliminate that person. And it may sound harsh, but that's what the dating game is. The dating game is getting to know different people and then eventually weeding out the ones who you don't have anything in common with, who you don't have the same interests with, who doesn't, you know, have, carry on great conversation, who has bad behaviors or morals. You weed those people out. It's the same thing that goes on here. So for me, um, I wait till there's an intimate setting. I don't, um, an intimate, I mean by just me and that person. There's no other people around. Um, we're either at my home or their home um, alone with no distractions. Um, I don't do it over the phone anymore. The phone is so unintimate the phone when you're talking on the phone sometimes I'm talking to people on the phone I'm not even paying attention I'm watching TV (laughs) while I'm talking to them over the phone so you don't want to do it over the phone you want to do it in a more private setting where it's you and that person let go of your fears and be honest and if you show your cards in honesty even if they're not with you in the long run even if they say you know I don't think I can handle this or they give you the cold shoulder and don't respond to any more of your calls or texts 
I bet you one thing, they'll respect you at the end of the day. And if you've judged them through the weeding process the right way and adhere to the red flags and not dismiss them, then that person won't throw your business out there. They won't disrespect they won't disrespect you. And they'll say, you know what, that's a class act. And I'm speaking the God's honest truth when I say that. That has been my experience over the last two to three years. Whether they continue to date me or not, I've had plenty of guys who continue to discontinue our dating process. But I've also had a lot of guys who wanted to stick it out. And just because you tell somebody and they say, I still want to date you, I still want to get to know you, that doesn't mean that you're obligated to that person. If you decide that you want to end that relationship, don't feel just because this person accepts me and I'm not going to find nobody else. Don't even go into that thought process. Just like he accepted or she accepted you, the next person will as well. What I decided to do for the purposes of this episode is I looked online to see what were some suggestions online about telling your partner about the virus. Um, One of the suggestions that I really like is, is that they said, don't make it seem like it's a huge problem, which I totally agree with. In the beginning, I used to be so dramatic and cry and tell my life story as I told you before and how I got it and how I was felt so deceived. But now I just bring it to the minimal and just say, this is what I have. And when you do that in a, in a safe and intimate setting, and the person has gotten to know you to at least like you at this part, they don't have to be in love dislike you at this part and respect you the fact that you tell them something so private something that you don't have to tell you don't have to at this point you're not obligated because you guys have not had sex yet but the fact that you are open enough to tell them i promise you they will respect you and if they do disrespect you because some will if they do disrespect you they're not they are not, um, what's the word I'm looking for, worthy of being with you in the first place. You don't want that. You don't want that because if you keep that secret, if you keep that burden hidden, one day they're going to find out because you're going to not want to do this because on this day I'm having an outbreak. And they're going to want to know why. And then you're going to have to tell them. And it's going to be months into when you've been intimate with this person. And they're going to question you, why didn't you tell me this? Or have you been cheating on me? And you just now got it. Now, that's the, that's a whole nother thing. So just be honest. Just be honest and, and keep it simple. Another um, suggestion was to ask them, have they been tested? When was the last time you were tested? They said, I've never been tested. Then that's a good segue. Maybe you should. Because I've been tested. And this is what I have. You know? And you might not want to say it in that tone. But that's a good way to open up the, the, the relationships talking about STDs. 
when was the last time you were tested? Can we get tested together? You want to be intimate with me. I need to know your status. There's other things out there besides herpes, you know? So you want to still keep yourself protected. So you want to know what your partner has. And then they can find out what you have. And before going to get tested, be honest. This is what I know. Don't hide it from them. Don't let it be uh, a surprise, you know? Inform them. Be honest. When I tell you honesty is the way to go, when I say honesty is such a beautiful thing, since I've been honest with these men, I've had great friendships. Not all of them in the relationships, and that's okay with me. I'm at a point in my life where I don't want everybody to be that I meet. I don't want to be in a relationship with everybody that I meet. Even some of the guys I've been intimate with. <laughs> you know, it's fun. But I don't want to be in a relationship with all of them. But at the same time, I feel they have a right to know. You know? Another thing that they suggest is that you should not call it a disease. It's not a disease. It's a virus. But you shouldn't categorize it as something so negative is what they're trying to say. Present them with the facts. Don't overload them with the facts is my input. But ask them, do you know what this means? Do you Have you ever heard of the virus? And just give them a short quiz. What do you know about it? And then I, I guarantee, guarantee you nine times out of ten, they're going to tell you something that they've heard from a friend. Nothing that they actually research because they have had no reason to research it. But give them the simple facts. Also, choose your words wisely is another thing that they suggest um, online. Um, it goes back to um, goes back to not saying it's a disease because um, disease sounds so dire. Make it light. Don't make it so heavy. Choose your words wisely and be relaxed. Don't stress in telling them. If you relax, they'll relax. If you're stressed, if you if they can feel your tension, they're going to be tense. They're going to be scared. Some people will react differently, as I've already stated. So you have to prepare yourself to the negative. Prepare yourself for rejection. Pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. Is the understatement. That, that is the motto. Pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. And then lastly, allow your partner time to process what you just told them. Like it's a weight on you, it's a blow to them. It's a blow. Because now they're saying, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do that. Tell them to ask you questions if they have it and be open to answer them. But then also don't push a response. Don't push for a reaction. But continue, just communicate with them. and um, But don't pressure them. So this was a full episode. I went through a lot of tips. Um, hopefully there are tips for you. Um, in telling your partner, I would love to hear stories 
about how you told your partner, please share with me and other listeners. I am hoping that this podcast, and I'm proclaiming that this podcast would be something of a positive experience. I pray that many of the listeners, that we will continue to get more and more listeners, and that they will find hope in some of the topics that we talk about. They'll be able to see that it's not just them, but there are other people out here who go through the same experiences. In each episode, I will hit different stages of having this and dating, having this virus and dating, um, because it's so vast. There's so many different emotions. There's so many different um, areas and topics to talk about. So each episode, I will touch on something that I'm sure someone is going through. So if this episode touched you, or if you were able to relate to this episode, please share with me. You can actually um, go to Yahira Jones Hope, and that's Y-A-H-I-R-A Jones, J-O-N-E-S, Hope, H-O-P-E, at gmail.com and you can go to that web address um, to share I don't really know how to share in here <laughs> but if you know how to share share it in this podcast um, or go to that web address that I just gave you and you can send me an email um, and um, with your stories or comments if you liked this episode, please tell me how much you liked it. If you didn't like it, I want to hear it too. Tell me why you didn't like it and how I can make it better. Um, until next time, guys, I am Yahira Jones. I'm mentioning kind of on of a weird note, but I am Yahira Jones, your host of Dating with Herpes, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening.